Hello, everybody. Welcome to episode 167 of Optimal Living Advice, the podcast where we take any questions you might have about the many struggles of life and get them answered for you here on the show. I am your host, Certified Life Coach, Greg Audino. Very happy to be here with you today with a question that I really look forward to answering. We've got a listener who is feeling particularly reflective about her relationships and how she could maybe be serving them better. I'm always up to better some relationships. They are the most important things in our lives. So let's see if we can help this asker bring her best to the people she loves most in spite of the stress she's feeling. Here's what she has to say. I think that the lockdown situation gets us all to reflect more on our relationships. Today, I'm struggling with this feeling of being annoyed by everything, being tired all the time, and without any motivation to do anything. Although I know that it's just stress and being overwhelmed by the whole situation, I need to set a goal to become more kind to my loved ones and to overcome this really angry, sad, and, at times, very rude version of me that keeps coming up. It is not the true me. All right, wanting to do right by your family and relationships. Gotta love to see that. Good question, good self-awareness. I'm glad you realize that you are projecting your own frustrations and that your loved ones have presumably uh, done nothing wrong here. Keep taking that type of ownership your whole life and you will be a-okay, I'll tell you that. Now, let's start with the easy stuff, the goal-setting stuff uh, that you mentioned. Yes, you absolutely can and should set a goal to be more kind to your loved ones and find a way to hold yourself accountable to that goal. So, how would someone formulate such a thing anyway? Um, I think there are a few places to start. It could be as simple as setting daily or weekly mini goals just to get yourself some momentum, offering however many compliments per day, doing however many random acts of kindness per week, making a point to tell your loved ones that you love them each night. You know, there are a lot of ways you can choose to bring kindness to your loved ones. And based on where you're at now, even a little stepping stone like this will feel wonderful for you and them. Now, you could also get more reflective and think about kind things that you used to do but have neglected since your stress started to pile up more. Maybe ways you used to help out around the house that you care less about lately. Friends that you used to call and you've fallen out of touch with. Any uh, volunteer work from the past that you've given up. Not only will these types of things bring kindness back into the world, but they'll also put you back into a good rhythm like you were in before the lockdown. And that feeling of having part of your routine come back can go a really long way. And finally, I might recommend thinking about what types of things your loved ones need help with, or would really appreciate but don't necessarily ask for. How can you step in and help in these ways? Uh, is someone studying for a big exam and you could quiz them with flashcards? Is someone building something and in need of a helper to hammer in a few nails? Think about what your loved ones are working on or struggling with themselves and the ways in which you can contribute. So those would just be some avenues you could take to start creating kindness, uh, a kindness goal for yourself. And with that being said, I do think the real work for you is getting better at stress management overall and harvesting a new approach to these types of situations over time. Otherwise, you'll repeat the same pattern each time you're under major stress and remain miserable underneath acts of kindness. Well, okay, actually, I, I kind of take that back, sort of. I've said before, and I will say again, that actions can easily change motivation. Perhaps engaging in enough kindness will chip away enough at your mood that your stress levels decrease. But why not attack both angles, just to be safe, eh? 
That way, the next time something powerful enough to drain your motivation comes around, you'll have a really strong foundation to work with. I realize there have been a lot of fleeting ideas thrown around so far, uh, but I have a few more I'm going to offer you, so I sure hope you brought your notepad today. Now, long-term stress management can be challenging, especially if you are working on it alone. So I will read off some questions that you can start asking yourself that should help a bit, questions that all seek to neutralize you so that you are not so easily swayed by tough times, or even easy ones for that matter. Ideally, we all want to be able to call the shots in good times and bad, and not let these external events toss us around too much. Now, question one is, what is one way you can challenge yourself or make yourself uncomfortable each day? Your strong reaction to this probably one-off pandemic in your lifetime tells me that you're not used to conflicts that are powerful enough to change your mood. So, think about steps you can take to toughen yourself up in that way voluntarily leaning into stressors and doing a little exposure therapy. I might recommend doing this in the morning. Research does suggest that our morning routines should be reflective of mentalities we want to live by the rest of the day. So if you're trying to get better at leaning into challenges, taking a freezing cold shower each morning that's uncomfortable is probably better for you than meditating with hot tea, if that makes sense. Now question two, conversely, is... What is one act of self-care that you can do for yourself each day? Again, neutralizing means introducing tension and ease alike. Especially if you're going through a time in which you're trying to be kind to others, it won't hurt at all to consciously set aside time to do things for yourself that make you feel as though you've treated yourself well. So what always makes you feel better that you can start adding into your days? And to end, uh, question three is, what is the truth of your stress, or how does it measure up against the good in your life? So stress should not dictate your life, but it shouldn't be undermined either. Put it into perspective by simply focusing equally, not even more, but equally, on what you have to be grateful for. I do believe there is gratitude to be found in everything, but that's a big jump for you right now. So try to spend some time thinking on all of the good that you have, the same way that you're spending time thinking about all of the stress that you have. You should find that you have a lot to be grateful for that you're disregarding right now. And if you're disregarding it, you're not giving yourself a fair shot. Thank you again to the asker for sending in a really great question that I'm sure we can all relate to in traces. Again, my apologies for... Uh, it's kind of spitting a lot of bullet points at you today. This one felt a little more listy than most, but that's okay. Hopefully at least a few of my ideas help you to make some good discoveries for yourself and turn things around. Now, for everyone out there, if you've got a question on your mind, something you're having a hard time with, please do send it on into us via email. Email us at advice at oldpodcast.com, advice at oldpodcast.com, and we will help you out here on the show. That's going to do it for today, though, everyone. Thank you once more for tuning in and listening to the end. Have a wonderful rest of your day, and do stop in again next time if you would be so kind. I'll talk to you all then. Take care, everyone.